0: hello and welcome back to the wildcat scoop podcast i'm your host shelby Shear, here with
1: jason sheer
0: and we are here to recap hopefully quickly the arizona <laughs> football win over Utah tonight the final score was 31 to 10 and before we we begin
1: this episode is once again sponsored by homefield apparel go to homefieldapparel.com enter the code word uh discount code whatever it may be wildcats group 23 all caps one word get 15 percent off your first order what better way to celebrate a big victory over utep than to order yourself
0: it's huge is that how you say it huge I'm so tired i'm so to tired order
1: yourself some home field apparel we're recording this at 116 in the morning shout out to arizona football and September kickoffs.
0: Yeah, freaking Pac-12. They can't even get our logo on the field right. Well,
1: that's a state thing, actually.
0: Well, the Pac-12. No, you
1: have to get a state uh, like, no, approval. No, I'm talking
0: about ASU's glyph like, yeah, being on know. the Pac-12 Yeah, I just kind of
1: shifted work. there for no reason whatsoever.
0: Whatever. I'm, I was dissing <laughs> the Pac-12, Jason. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> home field apparel.
1: How about the bass?
0: <laughs> Bad down. God. Uh, alrighty, well, let's just stick with one side of the ball or the other, Arizona 131 yeah, We, don't, to 10. we, do we don't have real questions here. Uh, how did the offense do?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think offensively, Shelby, you know, we, we talk about, like, Jaden Delora bouncing back and how it's very rare for him to have two games in a row that are bad. Evidence, in case and point, uh, his Utah performance, 23 of 29, which is just ridiculous, for 285 yards and three touchdowns uh i think he made one mistake that looks like a pretty visible mistake um other than that uh it's pretty good when you have a quarterback rating of 196. we'll take it yeah so i mean look and 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 the thing that i actually liked about what he said after the game too is he basically said the strategy tonight uh, and you could tell the strategy was to put the ball in the hands of his receivers in the flats and let him kind of go to work. And Fish said, look, that's not going to be our strategy all the time, but against Utah, based on what we saw on film, we wanted to use the whole tape. And, and I think what they saw on film was that Arizona was just faster. Um, and, and just, you know, and, and when you got in the open field, uh, there were mismatches all over the place. And if you remember in the preview show, I talked about my guy Tyrese Knight, your guy. My, my boy who led the country in tackles was averaging 12 tackles or some odd, maybe more than that a game. Uh, he only finished with eight. And he had the sack, and he had a pass breakup. He's legit. But he only had eight tackles. Um, so the numbers were, not you know, crazy. He, they were able, you know, to, to kind of get away from UTEP. Um, but they really challenged UTEP in the open field, and, and UTEP couldn't make any plays. And, I mean, you look at the, the wide receiver stats – uh, you know, Cowing, 10 catches, 84 yards. T-Mac, 6 for 89. 4 for 62 for Tanner. Montana got in the act. Wiley, Speedy. Kevin Green got one at the end for Fafita. Spread the love a little bit, but it was it was obvious. Look, we're going to get you the ball in open space, and then you're going to make plays.
0: Anything else about the offense that you'd like to bring up?
1: Shelby, so tired. <laughs> I, I just want to point out, I told Shelby I could do this one on my own.
0: No, and I... She, no.
1: she refused.
0: Yeah, I'm not, like, dead. I can do this podcast. I'm glad you're not dead, Chubb. Thanks, babe.
1: Uh, the running game. Your boy, Michael Wiley. Yep. You love you some Michael Wiley. I do. 17 carries, 80... I mean, look, this is the... Uh, Arizona had a 300-200 game. That is very, very rare. Uh, you know, when you throw for 300 on the dot, by the way. Noah had 15 yards. And then Arizona ran for 32 times for 244 yards. Wow. Uh, When you run and you average eight yards a carry, it's pretty damn good. I mean, Michael Wiley, 17 for 83. Jonah had that big 59-yard run. DJ Williams came in, had the 13-yard and the 14-yard consecutive carries. Jaden had that 28-yard run. Speedy Luke had that 14-yard run. Uh, The chunk plays were, were very obvious right like it was uh you know when you look at basically like yeah there's going to be some small plays but UTEP could not stop the big play it wasn't just Arizona kind of picking them apart and starting off slow um or whatever it was what they did start off slow but it was we're gonna I mean eight and a half yards per play they only ran 64 plays it was just basically like we're going to pick you apart a little bit and then eventually we're just kind of going to wear you down. I mean, Arizona had 27 first downs um, and just, it it's, it's weird. And you notice this, you can kind of go with it just because they scored 31 points. They put up 544 yards, but at the end of the game, the media, you included shell, show, we're talking about how it, it still, it felt weird.
0: Yeah. I, I turned to Jason in the first quarter. And I said, this is uh, a weird feeling game right now. I'm sure they're going to work out the kinks, but there's an overarching issue with Jed Fish's offense. This is the third year this has happened, more so you saw it last year in year two, in that it takes Arizona's offense the first half, and now we're down to the first quarter of almost like, it's like, it's like a rough draft. It's like they're going through and they're doing like a practice run in the middle of a game, and then they kind of figure their shit out and... Sorry, <laughs> I'm not to say that. Um, they get their stuff together, and then obviously they're running the way that they want to. But I was telling Jason in the car from the stadium to home, I, I said, you know, really, I can, I can see that happening the first possession. The first possession of the game should be where you're sussing out the other team's defense and making a mistake or, or that weird thing happens on third down. You just can't convert. Um, but Arizona always has this happen and it's it's much longer than that. A D1 level football team should be getting through the first possession and then after that come, you know, good result or not good result, like really start settling in. It takes Jaden too long. And then it and then it affects everybody. So that would be something that against a way better team, um, like Washington in 2 weeks or USC, they're not going to wait for Arizona to wake up. And that's going to be a problem chasing points. Going into the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, it it was it was kind of weird because like, five minutes into the game, you could tell that Arizona was just they're better gonna than win. It, they're they're better. just better than UTEP, and even when it was like Arizona stuttered a little bit, you kind of knew that Arizona was gonna win. And you take a look at the first quarter, uh, Arizona put up 135 yards, and they were, uh, they were averaging like nine yards a play. Right, the second quarter it was more. They were they got 198 at halftime. They had 333 yards, but they only had 14 points. Uh, They lost the the fumble, they the the field goal. Right, Uh, you know it. They lost the fumble. Uh, They had the field goal. That missed or was blocked or whatever it was. They had the penalty on fourth down. It was
0: weird. Right? Yeah. And
1: and you cleaned up... A, not the penalty for it, but you had the... I think it was a holding that brought them back when they are in the red zone. And then, you know, you, you take a look and it's like, mistake here, mistake there. They You clean it up. it up and Arizona's up 28 to not to three. And the game's over at halftime. And it felt, like I said, it, it, it felt like the NAU game, right? Where... Arizona was slow to start, but you could tell that eventually it was going to open up. And Arizona finished with 211 yards in the second half, um, but still was able to finally get the points right. And and it's just it felt like you're right though. Against better teams, you can't do this. Like Mississippi State was clearly a slow start. Like it was an asinine first quarter. And had Arizona not started like that, they're undefeated. Right, and NAU, not good at all. UTEP, not good at all. What happens, even against Stanford, who I'm not going to pretend like Stanford's good, but it's still a more talented team than UTEP um, or NAU. So, like, and you're on the road. So, you want to see them start a little faster. But also, it was kind of weird, because (laughs) Brendan Carroll has always said that he doesn't believe in um uh, balanced like you do what you do that's going to be successful but it, it definitely felt in the first half and i and i realized that um it wound up statistically being balanced arizona had 18 rush attempts to 20 pass attempts but especially early on on the first couple drives i thought arizona was forcing the issue a little bit with the run but it wound up paying off obviously i mean how, how are you complaining about you know, 240-some-odd rushing yards. But, yeah, I mean, the first quarter for it to be 0 and you're looking and Arizona has whatever amount of yards, I just said, over 100 That's yards. Weird. It's weird. Like, it, it's, it's a weird game, but, um, yeah.
0: Now we're in conference play and things are about ready to get real real.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and the conversation amongst the media after the game was like, I still feel like we don't know what Arizona is.
0: Yeah, how much better is the offense over? Right. The last or how much
1: better year? is just Arizona? Like, I could tell you the defense is better. Statistically, the defense is better. But when you look at who they faced, NAU is—they—they they got blown out by Utah Tech, which I didn't yeah. know was a school until today. They have a uh, lot of schools in Utah. Mississippi State is clearly—I mean, no disrespect to LSU. LSU is awesome, obviously, but Mississippi State is not good. Uh, UTEP is not a good football team. So we technically may not even re- like Stanford lost to Sacramento State. And I don't think Stanford, I mean, I don't think Stanford's very good. I'm not going to pretend like they're good. Like Arizona will be favored in that game, I'm assuming, uh, when the spread comes out, probably by a touchdown. But um, it's difficult to say, like, is the defense improved? Yes. What is this defense going to look like in two weeks against Washington? That offense is ridiculous. What's it going to look like? And, and and no defense is going to look good against Washington, so let's forget Washington. What is it going to look like against UCLA and Oregon State? Will it be better, right? Um, offensively, what's going to happen when Arizona, when the going gets tough a little bit? Because we saw it, Mississippi State. Now, the coaching staff said it was fluky with the interceptions and all that, and if you believe them, so be it. But if you don't, you wonder what's gonna happen against the next good team. I I think Arizona is better than last year, but I absolutely get the counter argument that, hey, we don't really know that for sure. Um, It feels like the defense is better, but hey, let's see what happens when Arizona faces a really good running back. Mm -hmm. Right, like, let's see what happens when Arizona faces an offense that's gonna challenge it a little bit more.
0: Speaking of better, better than everyone, what about TMAC?
1: Yeah, you know a guy is good when after the game, Jetfish is like, yeah, whatever. I see that all the time. He's got to do more than that to impress me at this point.
0: That's so crazy. And
1: like Jaden Delora was like, yeah, he's the most athletic guy I've ever seen. He plays volleyball, and he plays... If you watch him play basketball, he's insane. legitimately good.
0: And here's my... here. I saw this comment on Twitter, uh, Bandcat. I saw your Twitter. He said, are we going to ignore that throw to T-Mac, and he was, like, three dudes on top of him. If it was any other player, that would have been a
1: pick. Yes, it was very clearly a, I know you're T-Mac, and uh, I'm going to throw you mm-hmm. the ball. And, like, I honestly don't think Arizona does that enough in the, near the end zone and the red zone. Just do I it. I think there's opportunities where, like, you know what, you're T-Mac, and I'm just going to throw the ball up there and see what you can do with it here. Yeah. Um. But in, 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 it, yeah. still
0: Go. makes you nervous when he's throwing at someone well, yeah. who has, like, full coverage.
1: Um, and also, shout out to Jacob Cowing, uh, You know, 10 catches, 84 yards, a touchdown against his old team. Bounced back nicely. That's a great night. Um, looked much better than he did last week against Mississippi State when I thought you can make an argument that's the worst game he played in an Arizona uniform. And I think what the one play that stood out to me uh, the most on the offense was actually a pretty simple play. It was a touchdown by T-Mac. That was a screen pass. Because if you watch that, the blocking by Jordan Morgan, um, by Cowing, by everyone in the area, could literally not have been any better. Like T-Mac didn't make a lot of moves. It was quick screen, oh crap, look at my blocking, I'm out of here. And so, you know, again, Cowing, his blocking was awful against Mississippi State when you go back and watch it. Um, But it was nice to see everyone uh, bounce back. and
0: Cohesive unit. Yeah. yeah. Also, Montana got his first touchdown. That was first awesome.
1: touchdown for Arizona. Shout out yeah. to him.
0: Also, Lamonius Craig. Yeah, my boy
1: Tanner wound up being a big deal. Four targets, four catches, 62 yards. Yeah, it was a nice nice game for the offense overall.
0: That was a very long wrap-up that uh, you just did.
1: Raymond Polito.
0: Yep, let's talk about that.
1: So, uh, like, there was a point. I'm trying to be careful. There is a point in the first week when the injury happened. um, If you haven't figured it out, it's very clearly a concussion. Judd Fish kind of let it out of the bag tonight because he said, hey, this is the first time where he's polito Pulido's been allowed in the stadium. Um, He wasn't even, like, allowed to leave his house.
0: Or a dark room.
1: Yeah, he he got the dark room treatment the first week of the season after the injury. Could not make the trip to Mississippi State with the cowbells and all that. Couldn't even go to practice – like, thinking he couldn't go to practice. Oh, a thing. Um, finally, you know, he did the Wildcat Walk. He got to experience that for the first time. Um, so we saw him at the Wildcat Walk. We're like, oh, he's probably playing. He did not play, but uh, he was cleared to be at the stadium, which is a much bigger step than it may seem like to some. They're hopeful he could play this weekend. I don't know. Um, I, Jason's
0: I, had a concussion.
1: Concussions are – I had a back concussion. It's funny. Uh, I played soccer basketball flag football um, i was a boy just like everyone else my first concussion came when my not
0: as a child or a teenager
1: but
0: as an adult with well, a toddler who kicked him in it wasn't a head. toddler
1: let's not say toddler no, she was she, like six years old here
0: oh uh, was she six yeah okay like six sure i'll seven. give it to you i'll give it to uh you.
1: we were goofing off and fake wrestling and she basically elbowed me with the point of her elbow directly into my temple Knocked me out for like half a second and gave me an absolutely terrible concussion.
0: Verified concussion by your child.
1: Like full concussion syndrome, thought I was hot shit, went to like Costco two days later. It basically almost fainted because I couldn't even walk slurring my words. I
0: think the other (laughs) child also might have given you a knock because we were nervous that you had a concussion again. Yeah,
1: well, what happens is once you have one
0: they're very easy to get they're again. Very,
1: like, I get hit in the head, and I it come, the syndrome comes back a little bit. But it's serious. I mean, that's three weeks is about as serious of a concussion as you can have. So they, they got to be careful with him. They're not going to rush anything. It's it's his career and his livelihood. So hopefully he's back next weekend. But honestly, nothing would um, surprise me. Yeah, they're not going
0: to rush a concussion I, at all.
1: But speaking of injuries, it was nice to see Dylan Wyatt and Trade on Stooks back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, Stukes finished with five tackles, played well. Uh, Wyatt had that near-put pick. I thought Arizona was finally going to get its first interception of the year. Um, But, yeah, speaking of that side of the ball. Speaking
0: of that side of the ball, how about that defense, Jason?
1: Yeah, so, like, UTEP's offense isn't very good. I'm not going to pretend like Gavin Hart. It's weird because, again, Gavin Hardison, like, I think it was last year, I want to say, maybe two years ago, passed for over 3,000 yards, had 18 touchdowns. Uh Ooh. nothing. Had nothing to offer. And and it's also weird because he actually, to his credit, he moves around in the pocket really well, but he doesn't run forward. Like he's elusive, but he doesn't run forward. Um didn't even complete 50% of his passes. Uh they actually the, the touchdown wasn't him. It was the backup hurley. Um but it the biggest thing to me was what Arizona did to their run game. Um Deion Hankins is legitimately a good running back. He had nine carries for 34 yards. 14 came on one carry, which means that he had eight carries for 20 yards after that. Burgess had eight for 22. Uh, Eight of those came on one carry, so he had like seven for 14. Jolly went in two for 10. Franklin, three for 10. Uh, There was absolutely nothing to be offered by UTEP uh in the run game. I mean, it was wild. And and it got to the point where like like Burgess actually did well in the passing game, three for seventy-eight. Um Tyrant Smith is a nice passer as well on that team. But Arizona basically said, We're gonna take away the run, and we think our secondary could keep up with you and man, in man and in whatever it is, zone man, whatever we're gonna go to. And you know, they're right. There were a few times where they got behind the defense, but uh, kind of funny, Shelby. Second week in a row. Hmm. Justin Flo leads Arizona in tackles. Flow? Eleven tackles, only three of them solo. It was funny because Flo tipped that one pass, and you're like, oh, oh, Justin Flo in coverage? Holy crap! And then they had the big screen pass that was Justin Flo's man, and he completely let him by him, and you're like, that, there you go. Uh, Jacob Manu, six tackles, a sack, tackle for loss. Um, I think Prysock played a really good game. But I always say this, Shelby.
0: What do you always say?
1: I always say that I am very able to compliment just as much as I criticize. And someone played very well tonight.
0: Who who could it possibly be? uh,
1: He is a, I am proud of the Wildcat Authority Message Board for giving him credit because they are very hard on him. And there were very there were groans when they found out that he was starting, right. But Gunnar Maldonado played very well.
0: I see you, Gunner. He
1: uh, he had one play that was funny because he got completely lost in coverage and somehow it wasn't completed on the touchdown. He had no idea where he was, but he had that force fumble, which was a very nice play, and a couple of big hits. The thing with Gunner is, I think he excels. I know he excels against run heavy teams it's when you test him in coverage that he's not very good um he's he hits very hard and he puts in the effort you take a look at the other safeties dalton johnson had the knee brace he only had two tackles the tackle numbers are actually low because Utah only ran 61 plays um arizona had 58 tackles for instance utep had 76 so you're not going to get big tackle numbers but um you know, it, we'll look at the PFF grades and all that, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, Gunner, I thought played played well. Arizona had five hurries, um, had five tackles for loss. Manu had them. Um, Manoa, it's, I thought Manoa and Sevilla were great. Um, Upshaw had one tackle, but it was a sack. Uh, overall, like again, I don't know how good this defense is. We're gonna find out very soon in Pac-12 play. But I know that when you watch it, it clearly looks like a different animal this season.
0: The eye test has uh helped it along a little bit. At least the defense looks better against um inferior teams than they would have last year.
1: Yeah, and I think that's key too, like remember Arizona basically needed
0: everything. It, it, it didn't really
1: stop North Dakota State very much. Like North Dakota State kinda stopped itself I, I would feel much better about that type of game this year with the bigger bodies and all that than i did this year and i think the biggest thing that we took away from this game is that uh it was boring
0: oh man <laughs> it was uh, uh hard to it, pay attention it, it was
1: in utep was overmatched. Um, so i think instead of talking more about this game we should just make fun of ASU
0: okay, let's do it uh, uh, Jason, what would be ASU's worst case scenario and did that happen tonight?
1: Yeah, I think the best comparison we can make is ASU is in jedfish's first year without the loss to NAU they beat Southern Utah congrats but I, they're not winning another game this year no uh, I I hinted at an injury <laughs> on the message board and I respected ASU absolutely I respect their reporting policy but i said it was a bigger injury than and i was surprised it didn't leak it was rashada my sources tell me that he's very likely out for the year dang um they're probably gonna redshirt him at some point there's no point in playing him if he's not going to be healthy for another six weeks or so and then they go out and Bourget is injured drew pine gets injured it's probably not season ending but it's multiple weeks Clayton smith or d lineman gets injured they get shut out for the at home for the first time since 88 Oh, did I mention that their next game is against the USA?
0: No, but I'm so glad that you did. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing. When Arizona beats ASU this year, you know, after Thanksgiving. Shelby's already talking it. Are we going to be petty as a university and put up billboards everywhere? With like a 94-0? to zero? No, 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 no. I mean, and, I think we and should. And here's the thing.
1: Like, if you look at their schedule, it's not... Arizona has so they got USC. They go to Cal. They'll, they they could win that game. Uh, they get Colorado. They'll lose that because you got to score to beat Colorado. Then they go at Washington. Then Washington State. Then at Utah. I don't think they're maybe maybe they could beat Cal. Arizona misses Cal this year, which pisses me off uh, because Cal's bad. But yeah, so
0: yeah, but Arizona and Cal have a very weird history. They do. It's just better to skip them all together and never play them again. That yeah, would be... but I'd
1: rather, I mean, they do skip Oregon, so that's fine. Yeah, that's but true. But anyway. Also, what
0: do you, you think Deion Sanders' um, hype excuse against ASU would be? Do you think it's because he's scared of devils? I think
1: Dillingham did say something. About oh, perfect. I, just... I can tell you right now. Like, Shelby and I had this <laughs> we... conversation. <laughs> we were talking about that. And them. Deion's actually right. Because when he told talked to his team, he goes, we don't talk trash. He really does not talk trash to other teams. No. Dion does not. The kids do once other coaches say it, but you don't see them go out of their way. And it's like, like I can guarantee you, I'd be shocked if Jed Fish doesn't just make love to Dion Sanders the week of that game. Oh, oh, yeah. oh growing up, Honestly, watching the NFL, Dion was what every corner should strive to be. He's great for college football.
0: Honestly, Jen needs to play the long game and start seeding some comments now, like weeks and weeks in advance. <laughs> just to show like he's got a track record of not saying any nasty things and not fueling the fire. Arizona
1: could absolutely... Absolutely beat Colorado, by the way. Oh, I know. And here's the other thing. I'm if, not saying they will yet. I don't make predictions that far in advance. The
0: but, one thing I was thinking about, we did not have a conversation, about it. I was thinking about it separately.
1: You sometimes you think, and then you'll try to be like, "Yeah, that's what I said." I was like, No, nope, you." No, I know
0: it. we didn't have this conversation. Okay. Um, there's an issue with motivating kids and or people, just using like negative emotions and like you know the hype thing and the disrespect thing. Eventually that will not work there's going to be someone like Jed fish who's completely nice and well like and i assume, said wonderful things and then like how are you motivating your team when you have literally trained them to only respond to you when you're trying to like it's fight against somebody well the
1: interesting thing and i said this from the beginning again like i like dion like, i
0: like him too i'm not i'm just saying like the, the this thing is that's going to be tactic. interesting
1: with him is what happens when he loses Right. Does he blame his players? Does he blame himself? Does he blame the refs? No, even... I'm sure
0: he'd blame himself. He's classy. Yeah, but,
1: like, we'll see. Because they're going to lose this weekend. They're going to get killed by Oregon. That's, yeah, I'm I sure. I think they're going to get Absolutely. I think that's going to be one of Well, the... I mean, just saying,
0: like, Oregon, the storyline is, oh, we're the underdogs. No one believes in us. We're not supposed to win. You know, we've won the last three games now. We're... On top of the world. Not going to
1: have Travis Hunter. And...
0: Right. But the minute anyone on Oregon says anything, it's going to be like, look at what they well, said. Well, yeah. like,
1: And I'm sure Dan Lanning is smart enough to be like, hey, shut your mouth. Yeah. Just shut up.
0: Just don't give any fuel to the fire. And just Jettledoo. go out. Put it on the field.
1: Anyway. Jettledoo I'm just, just saying.
0: But, I'm just saying. We're all talking about Colorado, so yeah. it's working.
1: We're, we're on to Stanford. The Cardinal. Uh, the
0: Cardinal with a tree.
1: We'll find out. My guess, I'm predicting, Shelby, mm-hmm. Arizona minus eight. Brian Peterson said six and a half, so we'll see.
0: I don't know. Brian's the expert.
1: Whatever. Anyway. Um, anyway.
0: Also, we um, would really like to thank everybody. We'll just address it really quickly. Um, but thank you to everyone with all their well wishes and prayers for Jason's parents. They uh, were released from the hospital separately um, yesterday, which was uh, Friday, the 15th of September. And they are home recovering. Jason's mother... Has a little bit of a harder road than his dad. And uh, we're, we've are got a whole care schedule going on. So we're all working as a team. And we really appreciate it. And make sure that you just take a look around you when you're driving in Tucson. Because people are crazy drivers here. And Jason's not talking. <laughs> That's okay.
1: Sorry, I got a little emosh but yes thank you uh to everyone for all your thoughts and prayers it means more than you guys realize
0: and we appreciate you and bear down we'll talk to you soon
1: bear down also we're we're now babysitting my parents dogs we have four dogs
0: four dogs total
1: so if anyone else wants to drop your dog off that's fine and also breaking news shelby was able to use a stadium restroom no exploding toilets broken doors or anything
0: It was amazing.